street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Episode of League of SE Reviewers. We're a group of best friends who come together and talk about SE videos and how to get better at it by helpfully construct offering constructive feedback for everyone back and forth and all improving through the power of feedback. How are you guys doing? Today I'm joined by Linda Mako. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my kitchen. I'm doing great. <laughs> and don't forget the the notorious Ben. Diesel. Hello. I'm freezing my butt off down here in South Africa while you guys are enjoying your summer solstice. Uh, uh, I forgot it's winter in South Africa, right? It's so hot up here. Oh, man. But I'm so glad to see you guys and talk with you guys again. This is like some of the highlights of my, uh, what is it, Our, my bi-monthly bi <laughs> times on the web. <laughs> but really, you guys are so fun to talk to. Let me put my headphones on real quick. And we can get into the show. Um, really, uh, the point of the show today is going over technology and some of the um, cool get, uh, gadgets that we use when we have SE conversations back and forth with people. A lot of people were asking about that, and we wanted to do an episode that's just focused on that. But uh, before we do that, let's have like a quick little rapport building session with all of us that I like to call Ben, Linda's, and Ty's Excellent Weekend. All right, Linda, how was your weekend? Thank you. My weekend was uh, amazing, actually. Um, I took a trip to, uh, flew into Croatia and then uh, rented a car and drove to Montenegro. Well, I didn't do that on the weekend. I did that the weekend before. But still, this weekend, I woke up in um, lovely Montenegro um, on this mountaintop looking out the Mediterranean and a pale blue, nice horizon with my coffee and a little um, thunderstorm brewing behind me in the mountains. But like in front of me, the sun was shining and just that pale blue, beautiful Mediterranean sea. So that was my awesome weekend. Awesome. Moment. That was poetry, Linda. I could literally smell the storm. <laughs> Yeah, and it's so bizarre in Montenegro because the, the thunderstorms get really, really, like, powerful and they're quick to um, come out of nowhere. And still you look in front of you and it's sunshine and then the, the rain starts pouring, but it's still you see, like, sunshine. It's like, how is that possible? But it's because of the mountains. For, all, for any Americans that are watching the show, Montenegro and Croatia are, like, these countries below Australia. And they're, <laughs> like, really close to the Antarctic and it's just really beautiful. And I think... Yeah, uh, what Dennis Rodman's there too, right? Like it's and it's a lot of. I mean, I there's a lot of people. I, yeah, he is. It's so great that he, you know, made something of himself. Very <laughs> exciting, beautiful country. And I love the pictures, by the way. Ben, how was your excellent weekend? It was great. Uh, went out, did some AC Saturday morning. Uh, it's becoming vacation. Of, well, yeah, university vacation. The sides are it's getting quieter, but I was yeah. able to find have a two very cool talks and uh then uh, my wife was a bit sick so we just spent the weekend in front of the tv which was also great under That's the great. covers 
Hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful. What'd you watch, by the way? What's your uh, sick? Uh, the Walking Dead. We we binged the oh. hell out of it, and it, it was actually I, I, I saw it in a completely different light because it's what's interesting on the show. Um, there's there's these factions, and you know some of them are, are very religious. So you've got like hmm. this this uh, doomsday prepper who yeah. set up his ranch, and you've got the Mexican guys who are very Catholic, and the the family like the main family don't believe so they're always asking people when they say you know claim something how do you know that so rihanna's like oh he's doing se she's doing ac it was just so oh funny. that's so cool <laughs> that's really cool i wonder why all the worst american tv series go overseas but you don't get to see like our good stuff like our good 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 stuff you know they filmed walking dead um or like big parts of it in atlanta and when I was at school, yeah. there would be Atlantic stations like this series of malls, and they would be the producers of the show basically taking extras from the people who are just walking around. They'll say, hey, do you want to be on TV? Do you want to do this? Do you want to be a zombie? How, pretend to be a zombie. And they'll walk. I'm like, great. Get in the, get in the truck. And they'll like cart <laughs> people to like this abandoned area, doll up their face, and then just do a big old scene with them, crowd people walking down, and then that's it put everyone back in the truck and drop them off at the mall still with their makeup on because that's how they get paid. They just get to like have this like really fun makeup fun thing. <laughs> and it's like, you might recognize some of the people in the show. It's like, wait a second. I know that guy. Like that was <laughs> one of the people who worked in this building. Like you were on walking dead. That's awesome. That's very anyway, cool. Yeah. That sounds like an excellent weekend. Um, my, my excellent weekend was yeah. pretty cool. I went to uh, Kentucky to give my first out-of-state, actually my first ever, SE seminar. And I did this at uh, Pellissippi State Community College. And I got to speak with about 40-ish people about uh, SE, why it's important to me, how I got to it, and some tips on how I approached it. And I thought the Q&A session was really, really well, uh, went well. And um, everyone was really happy. And I brought my cat even with me. And he was quiet the entire time. And it was just a really, really fun time. <laughs> Um, oh, wow. I just we, we can watch that, right? Is yeah, that... I literally just posted the video about a few hours ago. So uh, it's it's a long video, but you feel free to skip through as many parts as you want. I think what's the best part is like that first 20 minutes where I just do the my whole mindset of what I think SE is. And then I go into some video examples, which are also on my channel as well. But yeah, that was really fun and also nerve wracking, but also really, really fun. And that's our <laughs> excellent adventure. Um, how about we get... How do we get, how about we go into my favorite uh, section of the show, which is where we read your feedback and comments from our previous show. And that section's called, where is the love? Where is the where love? Is the love, the love, the love? So again, all if you want your comments read, all you have to do is just post some. Uh, we got our video and the comment description right there, or the comment box right there. So uh, I, the one I want to read is by a guy named E.B. Subas, and he says, Epistemic Podcast brought me here. Thanks for uploading. It was a very interesting conversation, and I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, if uh, Also, there's a guy who said, oh, whoa, geez, Peter Buka. Thunga. You know what, Ben? You're really good with names. You should be handling this. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, it's easy for me to comment on this subject from ignorance, so I won't, but I'll give Ty credence to his excellent sound methodology in this force for good and tip 
and tip my hat for you taking on the skill that many of us, including myself, are completely lacking. I don't think anyone's lacking in that skill, and I do appreciate the sentiment. I think anyone can do SE as long as they're willing to practice. But thank you very much for uh, that feedback. And then let's see, uh, Street Socratics. I know, I know this guy. He uh, Gannon. He said, Gannon. "I really." <laughs> he said, I really related to Ty's explanation of his style. Uh, real conversation with SE slipped in. I can tell that I've been following the SE mode style and been trying to keep it pure with regard to the, my interview processes. But I'm going to experiment with this conversational style on my next session to compare the results. And I think that's great. I think everyone should definitely experiment with SE, regardless of mm. you know whatever's good. I think the more that we experiment with it, the better we can make it, really. Um, Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for all of that love. We really appreciate it. And that ain't no lie. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye. All right. We're getting into the meat of the show. <laughs> we're getting to the meat of the show. The awkwardness. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> the, the meat of the show will be talking about the technical aspects of our work. But before we do that, I want to get into today's bit or today's challenge. We always have a challenge okay, every episode. I... The challenge that Bane loses at. No, 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 because we have some new rules to keep you in the race, my friend. Uh, so the basis of this rule is we will sneak in a word or based on a subject that we all agree on at the beginning of the show. And the more times that we can sneak in uh, words that are based on that subject without anyone else catching it, uh, we get a point. And the person who gets the most points at the end of the show wins. You can get points in two different ways. You can either sneak it in or you can call out someone else's sneak and you get a point and you get their point. You basically steal their point. Um, there's uh, two things that I got to mention. The first thing is that the subject today is birds. Birds. Any kind of birds. birds. So get your list up. Listen, any bird, any bird, fictional, cartoon, actual, any language, any language is open. Uh, at least, uh, yeah, any language is open, but it's gotta be a bird. And a bird is something with feathers that breathes or has a heartbeat. If it has heartbeats and feathers, it's a bird. That's far as I'm gonna go. So don't like point to like a plush cushion and be like, no, 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 that's a bird. It's a shape like a bird. It's like, no, no, no. It's gotta be at least alive. It's gotta be at least alive. So get creative with it. Feel free to sneak it in. And you gotta say it in order to get, call, uh, get the point. Um, also, we got an extra little feature to help out anyone who might be in third place, not pointing fingers here. It could be anybody. Could literally be anybody right here. But <laughs> it's called the stinker card. So the stinker card is uh, a card that the, whoever gets third place in the last show writes down a bird of their choice on it, the card. And what they'll do is they'll show it to the camera so the video audience can be uh, a good... Uh, part of the fun and uh first place and second place from the last episode will look away and the thing is if we say the word that's written on the stinker card that person who holds the stinker card gets two points also if that person who has the stinker card sneaks in their stinker word they get two points so good chance to catch up let's keep it competitive and i'm really excited about this how do you guys feel i'm excited ben you good I feel like like I've got a chance. Linda was so brutal <laughs> last time. <laughs> yeah, she is. She plays for keep. Anyway, if we're all good with it, let's lock it in and then start the show. Oh, that was a little rusty. I gotta get some DW40. Anyway, Linda. Um, is Ben supposed to write on the stinker card before we begin? 
Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, but let's unlock. Let's unlock. Unlock, unlock real quick. Unlock real quick. Sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> ben, you're already um, you already uh uh written down the stinker card, right? Uh, I'm I'm ready. Do you want to show it to the audience real quick? We'll both look away. Go, 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 go. Okay, okay. Yes, it is shown. Okay, okay. You guys, you're not showing anymore, right? Okay, we're yep. looking again. Let's lock this in. It's now super official now. Oh, it's nice and easy now. Oh, that's smooth. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah, that was good. Whoa, we gotta put some stuff in the hallway. Very echoey. Anyway, guys, Linda, why don't you take the show? Yes. Well, so we decided we would talk about our technology and our setup for how we um, began doing SE, and we've all had like a very different, I think, approach. Um, mine was um, how to do it like immediately. I wanted to get started um, straight away, and that's actually what I did. I started practicing with. Um, you know, friends and family around me without any technology. But then I was uh, commenting in the comment section of a one um, cordial curiosity um, uh, se -er, <laughs> we all know, um, and I was kind of like in my, like this is my pre-SE days, so I was behaving quite badly and commenting quite um unkindly uh, about the person who um, Reed was interviewing. Um, so yeah, I was being quite obnoxious and rude. And then um, uh, within 24 hours, three people had commented on my comments saying that, Linda, you know nothing about SE. I would much rather be that interviewee's friend than yours. Um, you're not being helpful and you're obnoxious and please go away. Um, wow, really? Who said that? Who said that to you? Uh, three to five random, them up. random people. That's not cool. Um, but I wasn't being cool either. Let's... And I was being, I was doing the, you know, anonymous, because I, I didn't do anything on, on YouTube then. then. Mm. Uh, I'm not proud of this at all, but in all honesty, this is how it went down. Mm -hmm. um, I was behaving badly and being in a very kind of um, self, um, what's it called? Uh, entertaining mode yeah. where I was feeling kind of like smug and funny and I thought all my comments were really funny but um, <laughs> they, were, they weren't really um, taken that way and also the person that um, Reed was interviewing also commented and said Linda do you want to talk about it um, and so it took me three days to figure out what I wanted to answer and I took it all very seriously because I felt really like that's not me I'm not like an um, um, a rude, evil person when I'm like in my everyday today life. So why why did I do that online? Um, just because I felt anonymous. And so I wrote, uh, I think something back to most of the people who left the comments. I did kind of stand my ground, but um, I also admitted to behaving badly. And then I in uh, contacted the interviewee and mm -hmm. uh, said, "Well, actually, I would like to learn how to do SE. Would you like to um, meet?" up with me online and do some SE and we can continue the conversation. And he said, yes. So the interviewee was actually Dean Meadows who has been my guest on my channel. Really? That's so cool. Several yeah. times since. And we're friends now. We just chatted earlier today. And um, so I think he's forgiven me. He says he has, <laughs> I believe him. Um, so yeah, so that's how I got started. And then 
immediately after we had set up the interview, I was like, okay, so now I need to get um, become comfortable on camera. And what's the fastest way I can do that was the mission. And I had just seen that Anthony Magnabosco had been doing periscoping with his SE. Um, so I, that, that's how I found Periscope. I made an account to actually watch um, Anthony do SE live because I thought it would be fun to be there and like. So, so um, what is Periscope like, and how could someone get started with Periscope? Uh, Periscope is a live streaming app uh, that I believe Twitter owns or it's like connected to Twitter somehow. Um, but you can also connect it to other uh, social media accounts. And it's a really simple way to go live streaming. Um, and people do it for different things. They do it for showing their art or their travels, as I also do. I use Periscope now for all sorts of things. So two can um, or three can, like as many people could talk to each other as possible? Um, no, I think that's just one person at a time. So okay. the person live streaming is live and then the people watching um, can comment. And um, when I Periscope, I see the comments and then I um, answer to the comments or, or interact with the commentary comments and uh so initially i started doing periscope just to get used to being on camera my thought was not that i would do se on periscope i would just walk around with a camera in my face and get used to it um and i studied se on the side i set up the interview with dean meadows and for the um, technical part i got a new microphone so this is my first bit of the the technical part uh, and this was like a month after we had set up the interview. And my microphone, I wanted to, it to be something portable, even though it is for my laptop. Okay. I wanted it to be something that when I travel, I can take it with me easily. I wanted it to be high quality sound. So I knew I wanted to go for a condenser mic. Um, I also wanted it to be super simple. So even though I've understood that sound quality is even better if you have like a sound box or what is it called like a mixer box thing yes like, audio mixer yeah yeah do you have got, one of those no because i okay. thought that was just too complicated for me i just want to plug it in and i want it to work and this sure. is what this mic does nice. so this is the audio technica mic with a usb um cardioid condenser mic so it's just a, a, a usb that i plug in and then it works like magic and i've yeah. had <laughs> very little trouble with it um or no trouble with it. Um, and it's really simple. There are just two things that you can spin <laughs> that um, regulate the, the sound that I hear in my headset. Uh, and then it kind of, yeah, I don't really know what that is. It says monitor. So I also have... It makes the sound either like more like the S's and the, uh, the, the higher notes more sound more. So it's a really good way to do SE if you want to be indoors. And I also have a cardio condenser mic. It's a, um, a Yeti Blue uh, mic. Yeti makes it, they're a rake, they're, or Blue makes it, they're a gay company. And they make this mic that's right here. It's pretty popular for uh, people. And it has mm. its own power supply internally. So or, uh, it manages power very well such that if you plug it into a USB slot, it doesn't need an external uh, um, audio mixer in order to use oper or properly. It's really good. Um, yeah. And this one also has like a little stand. Nice. without affecting the sound too much. Um, so it's super simple and I just sit it down and it works. <laughs> and it like fits into this little, this size bag. 
Okay. So I took it with okay. me on my travels, although the internet did failed me kind of, so I couldn't do a show from there, but I had it is with it, me. Is it tough to build an audience on Periscope to let them know that you're about to do a session? And how do you let people know if once you get the app and the microphone, how do you start letting people know that you're doing oh, a yeah. show? Well, with Periscope, I just simply use my iPhone. I have an iPhone 8. Uh, yeah, I got that the second week of Periscope. Um, before that, I had a 6, and it was good. Um, and the 8 actually is even better. The microphone is better. The, the camera is better. And that seems to be people just uh, um, comment um, positively about the quality of sound and video with the iPhone. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I believe a lot of people have different types of phones, and uh, they all seem to work pretty well. For, for periscoping. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so I didn't need any anything other than my phone to start with the periscoping SE. And I actually, it took me a while to get up the courage to actually do SE on Periscope. Um, firstly, because I didn't think I really knew how to do it. Uh, and then secondly, for me, one of my biggest like humps um, to begin with was like doing things on false pretenses with people. And sure, I didn't sure. really know how to say like, is it okay if we do if I do this thing called street epistemology now? <laughs> and it's really awkward. But, but you would go onto other people's streams and uh, chat with them, right? Yes, and that was the, has been the most successful way that I do That's it. Wonderful. And of course, I then have no control over that content, and I can't really, other than I share that that um, little seed. Uh, that uh, broadcast myself okay but i share a lot of stuff and i don't always share the stuff that i do se on and usually when i get into a really good se conversation or let's just call it an, a conversation um because i very rarely use the word street epistemology in it sure. i just say are you comfortable with me asking you about this um claim that you just made yeah because it's people just sitting at like making coffee in their kitchens and then i um ask about a claim they made uh, and then we continue talking, and if my questions are really good, then they focus on my quest my questions. And um, uh, from several people, I've heard that they enjoy me coming in, and they know that I've I've got like I have these deep thoughts and deep questions. <laughs> that's that so they, cool. That's, that's that really they cool. enjoy. So yeah, it, whenever it's done that way, I, I feel I get good response, and it's easy because I because they're focusing on me, and as long as my questions are good, then it's that you know. Two, two people talking thing. Uh, but when that's, I do, sorry. I was saying that's wonderful. Can you get their um, contact details after the, the chat that you have with them? Oh yeah, with several of them I do. Like we, we um, also converse then on Twitter and in other places like direct messaging. Cool. And they know how to get a hold of me. Yeah, all of them do, sure. Cool. And um, and then the other way around, where um, people are watching my broadcast, and I or a big subject is brought up, or somebody comes in and says, "Hi, I'm Christian," <laughs> which is quite interesting always. And I go, "Oh, well, great. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about it?" Um, then it's more difficult because everybody wants to um, have an opinion about that mm. conversation. Um, but I think just. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had something that I thought was quite interesting as a group SE thing where there, there was a claim brought up and then I, I asked the questions like broadly to everybody, like what would be a good, um, a good way to figure out whether this is 
uh, in fact true or not and then talking um, more in broader terms about how we how we um, figure out truth or what we mean by truth um, and so on so people give different answers um, it's a bit of a juggling act but I also found that that um, one time was actually a really really nice um, broadcast and people had a good time and wanted to continue that and and got th food for thought which is the whole point thank you linda that was really cool so it yeah. sounds like you had periscope you had the app and you had that microphone and mm. your phone uh, and all that is really good technology to get engaged in se yeah and for periscope all you need is a phone now at home when i do youtube um videos with um dean and i've had another guest um um daniel from norway uh, and then you guys have been on uh for that, I use my Logitech C922 webcam oh, this um, and this microphone. So that's what I've got as my setup from my kitchen. Where I do kitchen epistemology is what I would like. I like it. <laughs> I like that. Coin it, put on a t-shirt. I like it. Yeah. So that's my technology. Very cool. Then put it on a t-shirt, put it on like a, what do you call those? On oh, apron. apron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool. <laughs> But I cool. like my high-risk prisoner apron, too. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, should I tell you guys a bit about my yeah, stuff? Yeah, please. I don't I'd have that much more. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say the most important piece of equipment I got myself is this little baby over here. That's my whiteboard, my marker, which I double-sided taped to it, as well as the stopwatch, which was a mistake. Uh, if you can try and get a, a timer, because if you use a stopwatch, you just feel so pressured. It's running all the time. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So the very first time I went out, um, I took a board with me. Uh, I think it's very helpful because you're not just some random dude walking up to people. If you've got the board with you, um, it looks like you're doing something. People might assume you're doing a study, you're doing a survey. It might pique their interest and it might also make them feel that, that little bit more comfortable actually talking to you because mm. I wouldn't say it gives you authority, but it, it kind of just makes them think that, okay, this guy is doing something legit. So um, it's also a nice little shield that you can just put between you and think it's very scary. So it's something you can do with your hands. They're just not just hanging there. Sure. I get that totally. I get that 10,000% because I'm a very Absolutely, nervous hand yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the very first time I went out, it, it was very cool. Um, just getting those, those first couple of words out, like, do you have five minutes to talk about a belief was terrifying, but uh, it worked out. Um, so when I went out, I didn't have a camera with me or anything like that because I said, okay, cool, let me just first just see if I can actually do this before I, I invest serious money in this. This little board is so cheap, anybody can do it. And I really liked it, really enjoyed it. So then I got myself a little GoPro. And I uh, uh, need to whip it out here quickly. Here we go. So Anthony style. Oh, that's so fancy. Uh, that, that's my, uh, my chest trap. Okay, so for the podcast listeners, um, Ben just stood up and revealed underneath his jacket an awesome Iron Man-esque strap that's, that leads to a camera in the center of his chest, and it's it's a cool little uh, doohickery thing. I, I really feel like I'm putting on a bra each time I whip it out. It's, <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> but it works. Yeah? So, yeah. Um, and I've got a little 
GoPro 3. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Um, on the GoPro, I must say that it gave me some challenges. Uh, the normal GoPro cases are really terrible when it comes to recording audio. Uh, Anthony had a very nice video on his channel where he actually showed you how to drill holes into your case to improve your audio recording, which I did terribly. And uh, I found recently I ordered just this little skeleton case. I don't know if you guys can see that, but it's it's much more bare bones than the, the normal case you would get. And this actually really improved the audio quality even more than, than drilling holes into your normal case. So yeah, um, unfortunately the very first the case, time- I... Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, yeah. Is the case necessary? Because this is my next step to go out and do SE like, um, um, parks and stuff. So is the is the case necessary for the GoPro? Can it be naked? It can, but then you'll have to have some kind of stand for it. Basically, the case has a little spot there at the bottom where which you can oh. attach to to the stand. Um, the GoPro itself, I think it has a no, no. You need to get some sort of case because uh, mm. it doesn't have a, a hole where you can drill in a stand or something like that. All right, so it's for attach attaching. Can I throw a comment on that? Uh, when I was looking for cameras to get for myself, I really wanted to have the most functional one at a low cost. And when I noticed that for GoPros, they don't have that little quarter inch thread to like screw onto like a, a very cheap stand. I looked for other options and I found one that's called a Yee Light action camera. It's on Amazon and it's about uh, $99 or a hundred bucks. Sometimes it drops as low as 80 during Amazon sales. And it's a good secondary option if you're on a budget and you're trying to get mm. like, maybe multiple cameras and you don't want to break your bank on getting like the highest tier of camera possible. And they do really good feeds. All my cameras have been, or all my videos have been filmed with the E-Light. And I think for a, st a, a stationary shot with a fisheye lens, it's comparable to a GoPro, absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the thing for me, unfortunately, in South Africa, we, we don't have those. <laughs> but, but one thing that I can tell you, if, if you, you can get GoPros for very cheap because there's a lot of, uh, you know, serious sports enthusiasts out there oh, who get the no. things and they, they get sick of them or they want to upgrade. So, so you get a bunch of them for very cheap online and, and they go very quickly. So I think wow. I got mine for like a, a third of the price you pay for a new GoPro. That's nice. a really good tip. Thank you. Mm. Very good tip. So, That's wonderful. These are the tips we needed. That's great. The very first time I went out, it was just terrible. There was a construction going on. There was this huge crane overhead just making so much noise. So, um, yeah, my first videos was a challenge. Uh, I started playing around with Audacity, which for anybody who's recording audio, um, try Audacity. It's Number one, it's free. And number two, there is so many tutorials online that you can follow. So it's pretty easy to pick up. And uh, I did it terribly. Uh, Ty gave me some very good advice on how to, to use Audacity. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, put in some some effort to, to try and, and reduce the noise on your video. Get it uh, in a condition where the audio is, is nice and, and clear for both you and your subject. And Audacity really makes it so much easier to do that. So yeah. Mm. And I would is. also say like a, a a basic rule whenever doing anything with video and sound is that the audio is more important to your audience. Like people forgive bad video a lot easier than they do forgive bad sound. If you don't have good sound, yes. if they don't hear what you're saying, they're not gonna stick around for four K. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I literally the the first videos I had it's like 
it sounds as if everybody is in this tin can and it was just terrible. <laughs> so I'm actually thinking about re-uploading those. Um, I got a quick question. You had told me something that I thought was really funny. Um, you go outside with the same clothes on every day. Is that also part of like what we can consider your your kit? And what do the clothes look like? Nothing what's special. the strategy behind uh, that? <laughs> so, so what I thought was, um, you want to be recognizable. So I go to to pretty much the same spot every week. Uh, I've I've got a local university campus I go to, and I I kind of walk around a bit because sometimes foot traffic might be a bit low here, and there might be more people over there. But I try and wear pretty much the same outfit every time I go out, and it's nothing special. Um, in summertime, I've got my flops, which you were very proud of, Ty. My shorts and a a nice blue t-shirt which i tried to stick to and winter time I've, I've got a a jacket and a hoodie and jeans so I, I try and stick to the same outfit just in case somebody does see me more than once that they kind of get familiar and say okay cool the next time i approach them i'm not just some random stranger there's this guy who they've seen speak to other people before so maybe that makes it easier for them to talk to me uh if i do do engage them so yeah I love how Anthony always wears these freaking neon shirts. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I have not noticed that. I have not seen. He's got this shirt. one which would literally disappear on a green screen. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so that might South be a very good... very fashionable. Very fashionable oh, people. That's that's what you say. But that might actually. Be... <laughs> that might be a good tactic, you know. Stand out if you're sure. going to do this. Maybe I will. Oh, yeah. I will say that when I go out, I try to aim towards brighter colors than I do like darker neutral tones. And I found like some like the best results I've had were like when I'm wearing like my bright orange hoodie, or if I have like a nice bright white shirt on. I already have like a table set up, but like the more people can see me from a distance as they walk up to me, the more they're like thinking about like who's this guy. In like these, you know, like these bright clothes. I'm not sneaking up on them, and it's not like something they feel like they have to walk away or walk around. Mm. So I totally get that. I, that's the mindset that I have going into it, though. Don't yeah. you think like bright colors can also like be a bit cuckoo? Well, maybe. <laughs> you know, the thing is, when you when you walk up to somebody and it's just this complete stranger, you want to have something that breaks the ice. So even if it is a bit cuckoo, why why not? You know. It, it gets people out of their comfort zone and maybe they're more willing to talk to you. It's, it's, it really is like that. <laughs> Linda with the hammer. That was Linda. my first bird. <laughs> no, no, I caught that. <laughs> go, for it, go for it. That's why I said cuckoo. I don't think there's anything cuckoo with bright colors. Let me just say mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's for there the bird. Are. I got a point. Oh, yes. well done. Write it, write it in the comments but, section. We can keep track oh, yeah, of it. Sorry. Anyway, you guys you're good. You're good. All of us said that one's kind of hard to swallow because all of us said cuckoo after that. So maybe a half point each? Yeah, it's really oh, hard with Ben because he has the sticker card. And I don't know if I should call him out right now because I don't know where the traps are. So I feel like I'm just going to let him take that one. <laughs> but I thought the rule stated that after the a word that you get a point for, there's no point <laughs> Said it, then, then nobody who says it after that gets a point. Uh, uh, so Linda, I, I, I kind of just used that to play the stinker card. That was the swallow. 
He oh, he played the stinker card. Okay, okay. Anyway, let's get back to the chat. We can count up the points later on. Um, so Ben, uh, uh, yeah, I agree. I think you have some really, really great points. Uh, would you mind just doing a quick summary of like all the 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 names of the technical pieces of equipment that you have one more time for our listeners? Cool. Um, so yeah, most important thing. Anybody who wants to start, get yourself a whiteboard. Get yourself a pen. Go out and just give it a try. Um, if you want to start recording, uh, look into a GoPro. What was the camera you called? You you said Katsai, a Yi Light. Yeah, I have a Yi Light action camera. Yeah, it looks like yeah. this guy right here. It's really good and has so, a quarter inch hole at the bottom. If you can get those, those are also very nice. Uh, just as good as a GoPro, probably. Um, maybe if you're moving around a lot, a GoPro might be better. But if you're using a stationary setup, definitely, definitely go for a Yi Light. And uh, yeah, um, clothes that are recognizable. Get yourself some kind of strap for for mounting your camera. Um, I use a chest strap. To look a bit less goofy, you might get like something like a shoulder strap or a tripod if, if you've got somewhere where you you can set it up to be stationary. Yeah, um, so yeah, pretty much just pick up whatever you can and give it a go. Cool, thank you. Awesome. You, think it's, you think I can uh, show some of my tech? Yes, please. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm gonna try my best not to look uh, too gullible here, but like uh, I got a similar whiteboard situation going on. It's a small whiteboard. I think it's important to have like a really small one, or at least mm. one that's not like as big as the table that you're writing on. Because you, the goal for me, the whiteboard is just an indication to the person that I'm talking to that what they say is important and that I want to take notes of what they're saying. Uh, I don't want to have to like write a story every single time. I'm just taking like quick notes. And it's more of an indication that, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I'd like to take notes of it. And I also think it's a good way to not forget the person's name when you're talking to them. I feel like people are a lot more receptive when you say their name, at least from the beginning and the end of the conversation, writing it down ahead of time, and it's a good way to remember it. Um, as, I, yeah. as Ben said, I got this Yi Action Light camera, very, very affordable camera that you can get on the internet, amazon.com. If you're in the Americas, um, they're about, like I said, 100 bucks each, but they go down to as low as 80. And I'm sure if you went to like places where you know people like, like sellers for cheap, like even like Craigslist or whatever else, maybe you get them even cheaper there. Um, I got a little stand from amazon.com. It's like a six inch stand. Each of these were like about six bucks each. I think my total setup is the cost of one brand new latest model GoPro, including my table, mm. my folding chairs, my signs, everything put together. But I think the most important part of my talk, or actually I want to throw two more things before I do the most important part. Uh, I have an hourglass, it's a five minute hourglass. I like hourglasses more than uh, timers, which I've used both, only in the sense that a timer doesn't beep at five minutes. Like the t when, when the last bead of sand drops, it's just a very quiet thing. Both of us can see it. And if they want to continue the conversation, they would. But it doesn't interrupt like a mm. current topic they're having. And I, it's, it's just nice to see it. And it adds like a little bit of classiness to it. I think everyone knows what an hourglass is when they see it. But yeah. What a timer is and like what the numbers represent might be a little bit more. I don't know. What I love about the hourglass is how you just bang it down. It's like quarters in session. <laughs> this has begun. Okay. Ben, I, this is a strategy that you gave me and I really appreciate it. I think it's incredible. These business cards that you have, um, if you have a chance, vistaprint.com, if you're in the Americas, vistaprint.com is a really, really great website that will give you quality. Um, uh, stationary signs, et cetera, business cards, including 
for really, really cheap prices. And you can custom design whatever you want. And it's nice to have a way to give someone a contact with what you're doing. Like I said, it, like the white card, it adds some legitimacy to what you're doing. It also gives them an idea of the stuff that you're doing so that they can follow up on it later on their own time. Mm. And I've had people contact me back. I had one, I've had two people, no, I've had four people contact me back on um, oh, wow. the cards that I give out. And it was just like, hey, I saw your videos. They're really cool. Or, hey, um, remember that interview that I did with you? Did you ever post that yet? Like, things like that is just really nice way to start dialogue with people. And mm. um, on the back of the card, I just have a QR code that leads to the, the my uh, YouTube webpage. And then a little brief description of what I'm doing and a thank you, along with my email and a Twitter handle. What does it uh, yeah. say? What does it say? Hi, I'm Tyron. I'm Dr. Tyron Wells, and I'm working on a way to talk to anyone about anything. Oh, I love that. Yeah. By the way, the same that. company works in um, Europe, Vistaprint. Really? Okay. The biggest prices so, I, I found for like, the something. most way to, to make business cards. When, when I made my cards, I went freaking full corporate. You know, I was designing the logo and getting the font just right and adding all my details. And I'm just like, being you idiot. This isn't what you're trying to do. You're, the real thing you're trying to do is, is tell somebody, you know, thanks for your time. If you want to get into contact, I'll be so happy to talk to you again. So afterwards, I uh, I set up a nice message on the back. So I think that's very cool, Ty, that, that little message yeah. describes what you're doing and says, yeah. you know, thanks. And I didn't get it this good until I got feedback from you, Ben. So again, power of feedback, critique and conquer. So oh, cool. uh, let's get to the most important part that I believe is in my rig, and that is this guy right here. It is an external mic. Like I said, I have a condenser mic, which is good if I had a, a electronic device nearby me, like a phone or a laptop that I could plug it into and get power from via USB. But what this is is a battery-operated stereo mic that has its own power supply, uh, the, the batteries, and it records up to 14 hours on a 16 gigabyte card with the settings that I put in. It can record even longer if I reduce the quality of the audio, but it records very, very high quality audio in two different directions so that even when I pull it out the card and I, I mix it into like my videos, I have my left audio feed and my right audio feed are slightly different and it just adds a little bit more to the quality. It's really easy to start up and set up. You just push one button and it's ready to go. There's not a really long loading up sequence. And it's just so easy to set your levels, like hit record, adjust the, the gain on your levels. And um, there's features or there's additional add-ons like um, wind muffs that you can add to the, uh, the mic. And once I put this on, I have three audio feeds. I have one for each of my cameras, and then I have one for my dedicated mic. And this guy has always ripped apart the two action cameras that I have in terms of quality because there'll okay. be wind, there'll be vibrations on the table, and this guy is just really good at knocking that all out. I have a separate stand for this guy. I don't think I have him around me right now. Yeah, I do. There we go. Um, I have a stand that I, a separate kind of stand that's a little bit more higher quality than the mic because the mic's just interested in getting video. This guy I'm trying to keep as still as possible. So there's little rubber pads at the bottom of the, the mic stand, mic, or the stand for the mic. And I also put it on top of a mouse pad just to uh, reduce vibrations getting into the audio even more. Mm. So I think on YouTube, I read a guy, I heard from a guy that it's not the video quality that's important, it's the audio quality because people are willing to put through 
to watch a grainy video as long as the audio quality is good. They have a higher standard for audio. But if you have yeah. a very good video camera or like a very good video feed and terrible audio, most people won't put up with that. So I think it's worthwhile if you're going to put focus into quality of something, it's the audio that you should. And it's it's good because it can also double for like podcasts or whatever else that you want people to listen to. I'm like, that's the basis of my rig right now. Yes. Um, I have a question about the having separate sound. Is it a big hassle to then edit it to the to the video? And what advice do you have for that? So surprisingly, it's not. I always have my uh, audio recorder going once I sit down, and I and it takes a low amount of energy for it to run. And then as people come to the table, I can give the whole spiel of you know this is what I'm planning on doing. Are you interested in like having a chat like that? Would you be all right if I recorded it? They said yes. That's all recorded. So I have like a record of that. And then mm. I turn on both of my cameras, or I like at least I get them out of standby mode and I hit record. And that way they both wake up and ready to go. And each camera makes a very distinctive beep, like a beep beep. Oh. And mm. that changes the waveform of the audio that this guy picks up so that I know that if I time the beginning of the video with the, the, with the beep that I mm -hmm. see in the waveform of this, they'll line up 100%. Mm. And it's just one to one from there on out. So it's really not too big of a hassle. It's actually really easy to line everything. Oh, that's cool. Oh, nice. a, a lot of people, if you if you don't have the beep, you can just do a like a clap, and that mm. gives you a, a point that you can sing to. That's good. That very good advice right there. That's actually what those those things in the movies were for. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cool! I didn't even know that. Oh, that's a, that that makes sense. I just thought they looked cool. All right. <laughs> so are they... Check. That's how they did. Okay, I guess so. Yeah, that's cool. Action. All right. Action. Action. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. We got we. So I think everybody learned things here. Um, I would say one last thing. Um, all of the equipment that we mentioned before is not needed to do SE. It's mm -hmm. just if you're willing to record your sessions, you're going to need some sort of a recording studio, and uh, these are cheap or affordable options to have to have good means to record activities. But for the action of SE itself, you really just need to be willing to be open to having a conversation with someone and and take that moment to listen to them. And really, SE is not even about like asking the best questions at the best time. It's really about listening to the person that you're talking to. I think that's the most important part. And then being willing to explore with them the idea that they have and see if you can get to a really cool fundamental understanding of what they hold mm. to be true. I'm curious to know, what, why are we recording? How would you answer that question? <laughs> why, why do you record and upload your um, SE? Well, for me, um, I I was very concerned whether this would work in a South African context. Like SE to me dovetails very nicely into how we discuss things. Um, you know, if there's a bunch of issues in South Africa which people are very passionate about. I think we're very much the same as America as, in terms of there everybody isn't necessarily on the same page like they might be in, in other countries so um i wanted to see if it's possible to use this technique here uh where people aren't necessarily as open as i think americans are it might be a complete misperception from my side that americans are open to have these discussions and um when i did see it I could use it and it worked i wanted to give examples to other south africans because i thought right. well if if i think that this might not work here there's a lot of other people who might think so as well so let me do some make some local content and promote 
uh, South Street Epistemology in South Africa. And uh, yeah, it's what I'm doing. My views are slowly climbing in South Africa, which is exactly what I'm aiming for. So, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. I've, Ty, I told Ty about this, Linda. I even mm. um, I joined atheist groups to promote my videos. I even infiltrated the Nigerian atheist group, <laughs> which I'm very proud of. Very so, cool. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a member yeah, of a yeah. number of, of black atheists or black non-believer groups too. And I think it's just a good way to show not just them, but really everybody that any two people, regardless of whatever they believe, can sit in front of the table and have a conversation with each other. And that's why I record it. Mm. And for me, it was um, ever since I got the invitation from Dean to talk to him and I had this project of wanting to learn SE. Initially, I didn't think that I would um, upload stuff. I just wanted to learn about critical thinking. And I thought SE, uh, what Anthony had done and Cordial Curiosity were the best examples of people thinking in the moment, maybe for the first time about something in a different way from how they had done that before, which to me is kind of like critical thinking, like revisiting and re reviewing what we think. Um, and so I just wanted to learn how to do that. But then when I got the invitation from Dean, I thought that, well, this is a great uh, opportunity to kind of like show everybody my failures and my um, kind of like trials and tri tribulations in learning SE. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, then I met you guys and this is just too much fun to stop. And um, so. <laughs> Something that's very cool uh, for you in uh, Europe, Linda, when Anthony went and did the talks in Oslo, a lot of people's he said he, he tweeted out that he's going to do some SE in the streets of Oslo. And mm -hmm. a lot of people responded and said, well, the Scandinavians don't believe in weird shit. What's the <laughs> point? <laughs> and I, I think you, you can attest, uh, even though Europe might not be as religious as some other places in the world, people still believe in strange things. Yeah, they still believe in strange things. And also that people, um, once we've decided on something, it's not in, I think, anybody's habit to get up or well maybe some people's but it's not a, a common thing that we get up every day and revisit every idea we have and so that can go on for a few years and then uh, we haven't revisited what we thought and we haven't really thought about why we believe it because I've, I've I feel that I'm one of these like really super curious people that I'm always like interested in revisiting my my ideas and thoughts and want, wanting to learn new stuff but I learned since learning SE that there are a lot of ideas that I have that I haven't revisited until True. you know I'm talking about them with with you guys and and other other people that I've I've come in contact that are interested in interviewing me about what it is I believe which I think is great. I think we all learn a lot and just I feel sorry because I didn't give the specific details about the mic that I use. It's a Tascam DR05 and then E lights and then stands from. Uh, Amazon. Any part are fine as long as they have like little rubber nubs at the bottom. But um, how do you guys feel? Should we uh, uh, wrap up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just do one last quick summary of the tech, the the technical equipment that we use. Like I said, I have a Tascam DR05 external mic. I think it's absolutely a great mic. The Tascam series. Look into them. And uh, a Yi Light action camera, which are great for stationary builds. Uh, ben. Uh. GoPro Euro 3 Plus. Uh, don't worry about getting an older model. Um, for for what we want to do, anything up to a GoPro Euro 2 might be fine. And uh, yeah, definitely check out if you can pick them up secondhand. It will be much cheaper and it works just as well.
And I think of my stuff, maybe the the thing that was most interesting is the the cardioid condenser, cardioid condenser mic from Audio Technica with a USB um, thingy, Bobby. Yeah, if I was indoors, I would definitely use the mic that you have uh, as opposed to this. Um, okay, guys, great show. Let's unlock the vault. All right, so it looks like everybody got on the board, right? Uh, right? I was like, just and just. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who won, so I'll at least we'll do the order from the order of events. At the near top of the show, when Linda, you were talking, I said, so when you're using Periscope, two can talk to each other, or is it three people that can talk? Two can. Two cans. Ooh. It's a bird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know my birds. Then silence. Then I also said, I think um, at the end of your section, you were, I said, that's wonderful. Can you get their contacts afterwards? So wonderful. Can Falcon Falcon? <laughs> You're reaching, but we'll give it. We'll give hey, it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we gave you accent once before. <laughs> it's a good. So let's not go back into the show. I also said no harm, no foul. That's like that's that's pretty. Well, as soon as Ben started, no harm, no foul. Foul's bird. So I I, I worked hard for those three. <laughs> and you almost got two birds there because there's foul and then there's owl inside. The oh owl. well, I didn't call it, so I only got foul. But I should have I should have done the double whammy there. <laughs> um, but uh, Ben, you got in with Crane. I don't even remember when you said Crane. How'd you do it? Uh, it was, uh, I was talking about all the noise on my first time out, and there was a crane oh, over it. Oh, yeah, wow. I, I was really shoehorned. That's good. I was listening too, and I, that completely went under the radar for me. Um, then, uh, super curious, Linda with the, the Thor hammer swing, Cuckoo. Cuckoo. <laughs> Isn't that a bit cuckoo? Isn't that a bit cuckoo? And we all just looked at Linda, we were just like, let her have it. <laughs> I knew you saw that. <laughs> Let her get on the board. <laughs> but, Thank you. But, but, um, lost. Ben, look, can we see your stinker card? Uh, uh, got it right here. Okay. 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 Um, you also got swallow which was, mm -hmm. that's tough to swallow. That was a phrase that I was actually thinking of saying, but I'm, I thought, no, it's too obvious. I, <laughs> I typed in types of bird into Google, and that was like the first thing that popped up, and I'm like, that's probably Ben's stinker, and I don't want to be called on the stinker. But you you, you, you <laughs> threw it out cool. there. And uh, <laughs> so I didn't want to get hit. But you got your swallow out, so that's three points for you so far. You got those two points. So I think we're both at 3-3, three, three, Linda with one. I threw in gullible at the start of my talk. I that said I good. didn't want to be gullible. No one said. But then you come back in with dovetail. What did you say, dovetail? I said it dovetails so nicely into SE. I, I did the hand movement oh, to to distract. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's so bizarre because I didn't even understand what you were saying. But because you were so like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Just saying South mean. African things. Uh, I'll just yeah, throw it out a bit. Ben, <laughs> Ty. Me. We've tied, officially tied. <laughs> we oh. seek revenge on Linda. <laughs> but Linda, you got on the board. So, okay, yeah. here, Ben, since we're both the winners of the show, 
this is what we need to do. We need to come up with a team name. Linda, you already have a team name from the last episode, which is Nordic Neko's. Neko meaning the name for cats. She liked cats. So uh, Ben, what is your favorite animal or what's an animal that you like a lot? I like dogs. Okay. I like cat soup, but I like dogs. Can you think of a nice alliterative name for dogs that's related to like the area that you live around? Man, this is tough. It's all Afrikaans so much. You know what what the suburb I'm living in? It's called yeah. Ruais Kral. So it's really tough to do something with that. Uh. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna take a mulligan on this. I'm going to give it some thought. It needs to be good because Nordic Nekos is just so nice. Nordic Nekos is nice. I my favorite animal, I know this sounds silly, but it's humans. <laughs> I like people. <laughs> so I'm gonna be the happy humans. And Aww. my happy human my ha happy humans, Nordic Nekos, and I'm thinking like uh um We'll, we'll come back on the name for Ben's team, and we'll definitely have it before next one. But let's yeah. close up the show. What if it's but... Wonderful Wolves or something? I like that. How about that? Because a wolf is kind of like a... I, I can roll with that. A dog. Wonderful yeah. Wolves? All right, all right, all right. So uh, Happy Humans, Nordic Nekos, Wonderful Wolves. We have to but do I the want team. Something, I want something. I'm, I think I'm going to go for Casual Canines. Casual Ooh, Canines! Yeah. Great job. So this is what we do when we announce the current scores. And we're going to keep scores up until the end of the year to see like who's the ultimate winner of this, uh, the league, the league championship. So uh, you need to have your your the 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 sound of your team up when I say the score. That's all it is. So the sound of your team. So like for example, if I said happy humans are now on the board with one point, woohoo! <laughs> Nordic okay. Neckos with one point. Meow. And casual canines now on the board with one point. Oh, that's very casual. Very, very nice. <laughs> Get your team shirts now at the league store. Anyway, guys, <laughs> uh, that is the end of the show. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Again, we're just a bunch of best friends that hang out, talk about SE, give each other feedback, and we try to do our best to improve at this wonderful hobby that we think can really improve conversations between different people of all sorts of types. So again, let's try to let's try to hit this um, uh, final catchphrase out. It, the phrase is, I am both rubber and glue. Three, two, one. I am I both, both rubber, rubber and, glue. and glue. See you guys next episode. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.